All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shake Bag Studios. Regular, regular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. Goddamn, that nigga is ready. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes are. Okay. White hand crocheted hat that she just finished. I'm in this bitch. It's funny that you say that because I swear to God I was just about to say like you look like you just came get yourself in this butter. Donut? Donut? You look like you look like you're about to leave this podcast and go treat a woman right. I mean, as soon as you, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm in the land of the poets, so it's not too far off. You, I can smell oils on you. Welcome to the nicely. But a program. Let's do the show, I guess. I guess we're getting we're warmed up as warm as we're going to get. Welcome to the dip in butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Pod Day. Whatever day that is for you. Tuesday, Thursday. You're gonna make it be Friday because you don't like change. Whatever that is for you, we are happy to have you here because we are happy to be here. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. This is the only uh, podcast that is going to text each other at 7 a.m. with the content because the pod never stops. Pod day might be once <laughs> a week, but pod day is every day pod when you live the life day. we live, baby. Every Across day. from me, that's my guy. That's your guy. That's Forever Young 89 on the Instagrams. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue around here on his uh birth certificate and social security card it probably says west without a t but uh we don't use none of them uh words around here we call him the motherfucking goddamn glue or we call him all of our motherfucking friend what's going on west oh you know me uh still here you know on, on my regular regular shit trying to get the news and the and the hot takes out to the people um in a in a very timely and appropriate fashion like how we like to do it over here um I'm currently operating in three different time zones, so I'm a little fucked up. Um, Let's go. Yeah, but we're going to survive out here, y'all. I mean, you that's why I'm, a little uh, fan. you know, with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States, that is Cat, a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catandcrunch.com or you can dip into the cereal shit um, or definitely on youtube.com slash dipped and butter program where it's it's up and it's stuck. <laughs> like, I really, I, we kind of went into trying to explain to you niggas last week what was going on over there, but this week it just kind of went to a whole different stratosphere. Shout out to French Montana and the Moroccan. What's really even happening? Right, with that guy really, really heavy. Um, but you can also catch my guy on um, we do this shit.com slash dipped and butter program, um, where you'll definitely find us doing this shit there. Um, but most and more importantly, you can catch my guy here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life, um, which has, has been a real thing lately, having to tell people that pod day can be whatever day <laughs> you want it to be in your life. Here Listen. on the dipped and butter program, though, wherever <laughs> podcast or place. My nigga and yours, what's poppin'? Listen, make pods work for you, man. That's Fam. why this is that's why this is not FM radio. This podcast is not here to determine what you do with yourself, okay? <laughs> you do with this podcast what you want to do after you're done with yourself. It's yours. Once it's we give yours. it to you, it belongs to you. It's yours, fam. You, listen, share it with somebody or don't, bro. It's yours. It's yours. Do tell a friend to tell a friend is a moniker around here. You are 
the Brett Favre for podcasting. Like, you just refuse to not podcast. Like, you'll podcast for 17 years in Green Bay. And then when Green Bay says, hey, bro, you're probably a little too old and your Wranglers are too tight. We're probably done with you. We got this Aaron Rodgers kid on the bench that we want to put in. And you just go, nope, I'm going to go pod in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, what's I, up yeah. with you, bro? I, I mean, I guess, you know, just like, I guess I have to take my talent somewhere else if that would be the case. Um, but that is so funny. I didn't hit me until a little bit later after we spoke earlier. He was like, man, where are you at? Like, you scared me. <laughs> and I forgot I was trying to pod from the ER. So, like, I can't just be calling you from, like, yeah. random settings. <laughs> this is what I'm so saying. So, I'm like, not trying to pod from the ER today, y'all. I'm, I promise you I'm in, like, a residential place, like, around right. family and love. It's okay. It's not a hospice this time. Not this time. But my concern for you is your dedication. Like it, it's a gift and a curse, right? Because I love doing this with you because I know your dedication. If yeah. it doesn't match mine, it'll exceed it every time, right? Hey, like, got to. The least of my words is that it'll match it. So I'm concerned that you are now in three different time zones, <laughs> two different residencies, and and you're trying to create content wherever you're at, bro. Where, What's going I'm on at. with you? I'm, I'm just trying to make it tight, bro. I'm just trying to like. I'm very big on sticking to your obligations. You know what I I'm saying? You. And like, not that this is a, like a, a obligation like that, but like it's a response. You know, we, we take this podcast thing serious, you know, ser- more probably more serious than the people can tell. Um, but this is a very, <laughs> you know, serious weekly thing that we have committed to here for over two years. You know what I mean, and it's like this, this is just a part of my week. And like, I, I like how mm-hmm. saying it to people now, like it don't sound strange. Like it's not a, you doing a what? Like, not nah, they'd be like, oh, you got to go podcast where, where, where I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do like that it kind of comes with both of us now. Like, I have people in my life that I love around me that go, oh, that's right, that is today, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, do your thing. But yeah, don't nobody ever want to hold that up, fam. Nobody gets in the way of that. You know, it just occurred to me as you were saying, like, this is just a part of my life now. Like, this is just what I do once a week. It ain't really about thinking about it. It's just what you do. For the first time, I'm actually thinking to myself, like, is this what like going to church is like? Cause I've never been I, like my, my father was like the bass player and the drummer in church. Like, uh-huh. don't get me wrong. Like I came up going to church, Same. but if I told you I came up in the church, I think that would be a bit of a stretch or maybe even a lie. Right. Like I don't think there's, there's a difference. I was forced to go consistently enough to say I grew up in the church. I grew up going to church, but I don't think I grew up in the church. And now that you say like podcasting is just something you just do. Like it's not something you think about. It's not something you really even prepare for. We just podcast at this point. Right. But is this what going to church is like, bro? Like you just go to church. It sounds like a joke when you say it. Right. (laughs) But like it has some like, I instantly got where you was because like it's the weekly commitment thing. Like what? Yeah. what it's a at least a ninety minute weekly commitment. And what's so different from church? Like you say, even like, but that's see now you're taking us to a whole different place. Like, well, let's go there. We don't have nothing on our sheets because <laughs> because we can you do church or do you have to like be in church or you know what I'm saying? Do, can you do church? And I know exactly what you mean, but like like do church as in like go to the gym, right? Like do you yeah, do church or yeah, are you yeah. of church? Are you yeah? Like what's the? I think what's it's the... both. Like I think it's both and either or. Like I think you can do church until it becomes a part of you. You know what I mean? Because what what do they say? Like it takes thirty days to form a habit, whether that be good or bad. I don't know what the exact number is, but I feel like you would be doing church in the first twenty five days at least. No, <laughs> like that sounds so weird because we've had the conversation about how like you can see the judgments in the church <laughs> so like them first 25 days gotta be rough as hell fam when you can see all them judgments <laughs> bouncing off of you 
Well, I mean, listen, I, I've come here and been transparent enough to where y'all know my body. Like, it, it's going to take a couple of weeks of coming in with gym socks uh, with your Stacey Adams before you get the whole church thing gym all the way socks. down back. Like, your your suit is going to fit a little odd for the first couple of weeks. So, you know, you just you you got to get in church shape, I imagine. And just like Pod, bro, if I go back and listen to anything before episode 25, you're in for a rough go. Bro, you know what might be the worst part of church? Like, now that I'm thinking back on it. And, like, it was always cool. But, like, I never really got, like, maybe, like, because I've never done it as an adult. But, like, Sunday school seems like bullshit. Mm, explain. Like, I've just went Expound. to several I've just went to several Sunday schools, fam. And, like, my brain right now is telling me, like, I only remember really wanting to go for the donut sticks and the orange juice. Like, oh, so you already know it's a hook. Yeah, it's a hook. It's a hook. Like, I, and and again, like you say, I, I like how you put it. Like I grew up in church, but like I didn't. Or how how did you word it exactly? I grew up going to church. Yeah, I, I grew up, up going church. to church. I didn't grow up yeah. in church. Like my dad wasn't really the Wednesday Bible study, and we're gonna do second service on Sunday type of nigga. Like he definitely wants to go and you know get his Jesus in and you know so soak that in for the week. But like I did my ninety minutes. Like as bad as that sounds to say, like. <laughs> I came, I did that. I paid, you know, I paid my dues up in here and like I'm going I'm going to I'm going to fucking Ryan's. I'm going to get the jello and the chicken Gotta go on to the watch. same plate. Bro, and then we're fam. going home to watch the Browns. Papa West sounds like he's built just like my dad, bro. Like they sound like the same nigga right now. Yeah. Like my dad put his time in. He would go to Ryan's and get his go, Golden Corral from my pops. Uh once Ryan's and Ponderosa was out of the question, but like it was something like it to me felt like, and forgive me if this is wrong or disrespectful at any level, but I'm just trying to make an untangible thing tangible here. Right, right. right. It feels like when you tip the pizza man, right? Like you tip <laughs> the pizza man, you know you're supposed to tip the pizza man, but you know you really don't want to tip the pizza man. I really don't want to tip the pizza man. It kind of feels like that. Fam, I just had this conversation with myself the other day because I ordered some pizza just because I want... Matter of fact, <laughs> we have this talk about Shaq here all the time on, on the pod, you know, <laughs> and we give him his flowers. And, you know, I've, I've said on the pod, like, yo, we got to start paying a little bit more attention to the shit that Shaq is, you know, promoting out here because I feel mm-hmm. like it might be for the niggas. And my example then was Gold Bond, like... Gold Bond really does work for African Americans. If you for it's sure. not an ad, if you don't know that, like go try it out for yourself. I promise you it'll work. But like we also had the conversation on here about, you know, Shaq being a new face of Papa John's. And I just felt like if Shaq is out here promoting the Shaqaroni, I should just give it a shot. Because you should give it a shot. I should like, give it a shot. We shouldn't be in a place where we trust yeah, Shaq. And it should, we trusted him to make music with the RZA. Why would we not trust him with pepperoni? You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I felt like I was trying to do the responsible thing and order me a Shaqaroni one day. But like, I definitely had a problem like giving the driver an extra $3 after there was a $3.99 delivery fee. And it was like, well, shit, don't that? you get a part of that? Because you are the delivery guy. Like mm-hmm, The fee should be mm-hmm. for you. And then it always makes me think about, you know, I don't even know if we've ever dove really into the tipping conversation here on this podcast. I don't think we've had that. I don't don't think think we've really gone there. Like, I think think we've discussed, I think we've discussed like trying to be like good dudes and do the right thing. But I'm, I'm, matter of fact, I think we might have talked about it slightly because I said, sometimes you just can't do the right thing though. That's not my problem. Can I tell you this? That's not my problem. Can I tell you this? When it comes to the tipping thing, I had a waitress tell me in confidence, like on some, like on some friendly shit, right? Mm hmm. I had a waitress tell me that it is fully expected, and this was my first time hearing it at the time. I know somebody's going to be hearing this like, duh, everybody knows that. But I didn't know this. <laughs> I had a waitress tell me on some friendly shit like, hey, you didn't know that? That it is fully expected to tip any kind of sit-down restaurant on a to-go order. A uh, uh, what? 
I'll say that again. It is customary to tip any sit-down restaurant on a to-go order. So if I'm if customary, I call in the Chili's, customary from the waitresses or the waiter standpoint. That's right? what they or, all expect. Like if I call in the Chili's and order 12 Southwestern egg rolls to go, and I come to pick my egg rolls up, and I pay and leave without tipping. They look at me like a scumbag. Like I'm considered a scumbag in the industry. Most places have like these side door looking like colored only entrances that you can go and pick your to go order up from. Yeah, so it's like what entrance is very colored only, bro. That's what I'm saying. But fam, like y'all, y'all created that. Like I didn't ask for that. So like when y'all made the schedule, you said, "Yo, you're gonna work the little to go window tonight." Like that's Mm -hmm. not my choice. I didn't make that up. And like I ordered my food to go, fam. Like. And so how does that fall to me? How does that how how do you deserve a tip, nigga? Like cause you and cause also you where does it order. stop? Like am I am I tipping on McNuggets next? Like where does it stop? I also <laughs> read on the internet is so fucking dangerous, bro. Like one day I just got down a tipping hole. I don't even know what tipping hole sounds. Tipping bro. hole sounds just, terrible. I got down a tipping hole on the internet, and this might not be true. But I read that Sonic, like you post a tip at Sonic. Like when niggas come out with the skates and they bring you your fucking, your slushy with the flavors in it that you know you don't normally get nowhere else, but you just add it cherry because you can. When they skate that shit out to the side of your car, you post a tip on my red. See, this is, I it's like some brainwashing shit that America likes to do to people. Like it's a... Di- that is not my problem. Like whoever created Sonic <laughs> and said, "I want this. y'all to roller skate out here." I you can ca- you can come out here in your K Swiss dog. I don't care about the roller skates. Just bring Swear me my to food. God, I don't want you to roller skate it. I don't. Me. You like, might I fall. Feel like my food is nastier on wheels. You might fall. Yeah, like you got you you you're rolling around in grease and then coming out to the concrete. <laughs> like I just don't feel like this is a good mixture here. Like. Not transferable grease. Nah, and th- like, and it's, fam, I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's how I felt. Probably like, I think I felt that way when Sonic first popped up in Columbus some years ago. Fam, we went to Sonic and bitches came out on the rollerblades, and I was like, yo, this has to be some form of slave labor. Like, you mean to tell me <laughs> I can't work labor. my shift if I don't put my skates on? Like that, it, uh, that immediately felt whack as soon as they put that up in Ohio. And we had had Sonic first in Florida, and we was like, this mm-hmm. place is fucking dope. Like <laughs> for great. some reason, it felt doper in Florida, right? Like you got palm trees around. For some reason, the first time we had it in Orlando, it felt like they wanted to be on skates. But as soon as you get into the brisk cold of Ohio yeah. and the Midwestern gray, no you bueno. see a motherfucker come out with skates in a bag full of onion rings, you're like, okay, fam, like, y'all can stop that. this right away. I don't need all that, fam. And I, like I say, I, I, I think we've talked about it slightly, but like I'm, I'm getting better with tipping now, all credits due to my wife. Because my wife is like supreme tipper fam and she'll, she'll look at me you like, she look oh, at me she, put your she, hand she, down well not even that she looked at me crazy i'd be looking at her crazy when she i'd be like you get what you did what <laughs> she'd be like babe you like gave all just, of that? and like now i'm a nice tipper a little bit you know what i'm saying i still you know i'm still one of them niggas like you you know what i'm saying your level of service kind of predicts which level of the tip that i'm gonna give you that pause this tipping conversation <laughs> is really going somewhere else but <laughs> yeah it, it it and i I feel like I heard people had that conversation like you shouldn't base your tip off of the level of service that you got. Like why should why you? the hell shouldn't I? I'm so sick of y'all changing the rules to shit. What the fuck is the tip for? But you want to know what? Let's take you know, let's take it off of restaurants for a little bit. Let me ask you this since you used to be a, a full-time barber. How do you okay. feel about niggas tipping for the haircut? That's a good see, this is why this is why you pocket. Yeah, you know what? That's a good question, especially right here while we're talking about tipping, right? Cause somebody right now is listening like, ew, bro, y'all niggas is broke. Like, why are y'all <laughs> not wanting to tip? But okay, here we go, right? So this might bring me back. Like, this might get y'all to tune back in. So as a barber, 
I never counted on anybody's tip. And I got tipped, don't get me wrong. Like, right. People would tip me. If, if nothing else, fuck if my cups was good. Everybody that knows me knows I'm prompt. If I tell you that your, your appointment is at 5 o'clock, it is at 5 o'clock. I'm not coming in at 5.15 with rallies in my hand. Like, Flat out. You, the chair is open and ready for you at 5 o'clock. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I received a lot of tips when I cut hair. But- I never, 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 never banked on any tips. Now, this might be easy for me to say because when if I worked at Chili's, I'm not getting the Southwestern egg roll money. I'm only getting the tip money. So <laughs> it's probably easier for me to say, hey, if the haircut's twenty dollars, I ain't necessarily expecting twenty five from you. If right. You give me twenty five, that's fantastic. But I'm only expecting the twenty at all times. You know what I mean? If I'm cutting a kid, I'm only that's, expecting the that's 15. all that's all you counting for your lifestyle. That's all I'm account for. That's all I'm going to that's account legit. for in my book. That's all I'm accounting for. If you hand me some extra, that is just that. That is an extra that is greatly appreciated, and I will thank you for it. Mm-hmm. But that also to me, it kind of breeds the kind of um culture and the type of business that where I'm not expecting no tip. So we definitely not going to talk about no discounts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. At the right, same time, right, right? right? Like, so while I'm saying that and saying, oh, it might sound humble, like I'm not expecting no tips, you definitely not going to sit in my chair and ask for an edge up and then just casually ask me to just taper the sides because True. I'm not True. going to casually just taper your sides because the minute I turn the actual clippers on, this another has just seven dollars. Another seven, eight dollars, fam. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, this is a haircut now, fam. <laughs> the minute you got me fading or blending anything, yeah. this is now a haircut. I don't give a fuck what you think it's called. Like uh, edge up is done with the liners. As soon as I turn these masters niggas, on, niggas, it's twenty dollars. And niggas try to use fancy words. Like, hey man, just hit this for me real quick, please. Yeah, can like, you just flick you? this like, can you just flick this little bit of hair right here for when I put my glasses on, man? It's sticking on my glasses. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what it's doing to your glasses, fam. If I have to knock hair down. It is a it's hair a cut. <laughs> I feel so, that. That's real. Yeah. That's real. But no, I mean, it's, it just makes sense. But like, I, I just really feel like, I mean, you know, not to turn into the fucking Joe Rogan podcast or nothing like that, but America's a fucking business. And yeah. the, the dollar is always getting passed on. And it always somehow lands squarely in the lap of the consumer, right? And that's why we end up fucking paying a delivery fee on top of a tip, on top of gratuity, on top of tax. And it's just like, fam. A meeting to topping was five ninety nine. What happened? How did I end up bro? paying seventeen ninety nine for you to bring it to my door? Yeah, like, this I, is crazy. And I halfway didn't even want this pizza. So how do we get? I here? really don't want it. By the time I see what the final price is on the delivery, like I Jesus probably could have went and picked Christ. that up myself, or I just don't need it. That's the worst part about the uh, the app service for these pizzas. Now it's like you get to see the total before you commit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right fam. You I've backed out of several pizza orders. Swear G, to God, because no, nah, I'm not like, paying yeah. it. What for that? No, no, this no, don't no, taste no, forty six dollars no, no. good. There's fam, no this is not forty seven ninety three. That good worth of pizza that I'm about to no buy. Way. No, not not coming off my debit card tonight. Speaking of Italian food, I, I actually wrote this down. Right. So mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, two days from. Two days ago, now that y'all are listening to this, uh, I made uh, spaghetti, right? Because we Mm -hmm. got family in town. It's the holidays. Tis the season to have family come through, and it's a beautiful thing, right? So you got to start thinking about all the meals you can prepare at a low cost and a high value. (laughs) Spaghetti is at the very top of the list. Shout out to my wife currently making soup. This is what I'm saying. You gotta get you gotta get the high stretchers out of volume, right? So we making spaghetti out the gate. Y'all getting hit with spaghetti. It's a forty dollar meal. It feeds forty people. Yeah, right. So yeah. we about to make spaghetti. And so I'll ask you this before I get into my story. 
when y'all make spaghetti, I don't know who makes the spaghetti in your household. My wife. You or your wife. My um, wife. You can always just go right to my wife makes whatever you think in my house. My nigga. So <laughs> what noodle is your wife using? Do you know? Is my, she using angel hair, thin spaghetti, or spaghetti noodle? For the for the spaghetti specifically, what type of noodles is she using? Yes. She will use, um, she, she'll kind of switch it up for real, for real, but it's usually like the spiral noodles. She um, uses a different noodle she, for her she, spaghetti. She will use the spiral noodles, but she also does use like the the thin angel hair joint. You know what I'm saying? She'll she'll switch it. It just depends. She'll ask me sometimes what I want. She's nice enough to do that. Um, and sometimes I just want regular, you know, spaghetti noodles, and she'll oblige. But but <laughs> she likes <laughs> that's the, what you like, want. You low class nigga. We had, we had uh, I think they were spinach noodles, and they weren't bad. They were like green. Yeah, they had a little mm. green hue to them. But they were, they, you know, what I'm saying like I want to say they might even been like wheat. Fucking huh. <laughs> yeah, like, but it was good though. Like, There's I'm no gluten in those, no gluten in those. But like, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy too. The, the, noodles is good, man. Like, noodles is noodles for real, for real. Like, all noodles really do. A noodle is taste a noodle is same. a noodle is a noodle. Yeah, yeah. Like, it. regardless of the shape, the size, like, it's all. It's not about the size. It's about the motion in the ocean. That's why I say this noodle talk was gonna get weird. But like, <laughs> <laughs> all noodles taste like noodles. You know what I'm saying? You don't get a noodle in a different shape and be like, mmm. <laughs> I see what the you guy, did. I don't the goddamn like half a moon noodle is really, even though the half a moon noodle and hamburger help Look, here you is go. It's kind of special, fam. So, I ain't even so, gonna lie. So let me tell you how stupid I am, right? So for for the better part of 15 years, our house has been a thin spaghetti noodle in the Sketty family. Okay, now let me ask you this before you get too far. Are y'all a spaghetti mixed together family or noodles and sauce separate make your own fucking bowl? If you listen to this podcast and you put noodles on the plate and then you pour meat sauce over top, like this, like you live at the Olive Garden, turn this off. This show is not for you. Like if this you don't mix the your schedule, this is not guys, for you. We gotta get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> fam. Okay, here's my question. See, all we right. we about to get going, on all yep, kinds of noodles. <laughs> well, fucking here, we here now. So. Why do okay? I under now. I I will oblige you, right? Because mm-hmm. me and you, we don't lie to each other. No, we take high value in the show and keeping it completely honest with each other and our audience. Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. The aesthetic of noodles on the plate with the meat sauce on top with a little sprig, chef's beautiful. Things, it looks beautiful. The aesthetic, but the amazing. first thing I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna wet every noodle on my plate. Like I'm immediately start stirring and mixing it. And because that's, for that's me, fine. the worst thing in the world is to get a mouthful of wet noodle. Wet noodle. <laughs> this is bad. Like I'm the nigga. I I make my spaghetti extra saucy. Like when when you could one thousand percent use one jar of prego, I'm always going to use two. I'm You've heard. always going to use two jars. You've heard of saucy Santana. Have you ever heard of saucy <laughs> spaghetti? <laughs> This is fucking saucy Santana spaghetti <laughs> podcast, and everybody knows that. Everybody so, knows. Again, I, I will oblige to you and all mm-hmm. the listeners that are a separate spaghetti family. It looks beautiful when yeah. plated, especially yeah. with the little garlic bread on the side. It looks amazing, but. Are you seriously not mixing that as soon as it gets in your no, lap? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. It's okay if you mix it once it gets to your plate because that's like that. And I know people who don't okay. do that, but like, and I, I don't particularly do that, but I definitely got to have meat with my noodles. This is getting really bad. And I like it. <laughs> this is, this okay, is getting bro, really, I'm really excited about how weird yeah. this podcast is getting. Yeah, this today. is getting very, very weird. But like, growing up when my mom or my dad would make spaghetti, like, they are definitely the, you know, make the noodles, make the sauce. 
combine them together in the big pot because the big pot is just going in the refrigerator for leftovers well, to be fair, for the rest it's of the week. Five of y'all, in your that, yeah, true. So if spaghetti's but, get made, it needs to be mixed. Yeah, but it's go, it's going in the pot so it can go in the refrigerator to be leftovers for the rest of the goddamn week. This yeah. is what you're gonna pack your lunch out of. This is what your after school snack is gonna be, and we're gonna have this not only on Monday but Tuesday and Thursday. Because mm-hmm. we're going to skip over Wednesday. Wednesday might be something. We might get pizza or something. Because we're not Wednesday. crazy. Yeah, we're not crazy. But like, <laughs> growing up, that's how spaghetti was made. So it's not foreign to me. But like, you know, I, you know, I always call my wife farm girl. She's, you know, chef double O Negro of my house. Um, and that's that's how she makes her spaghetti. And like, I've, I've had it prior to getting with my wife like that. But like, that's how my wife makes the spaghetti. Like noodles and the meat are separate. And then because it allows you to um pick Control your own ratio saucy. Yeah, allows you I to like pick your too. own ratio I'm not gonna lie, I like that you, too. you can go over saucy you can go you know less saucy bringing me around on the side yeah so it's, it's all a, it's really a choice you know what i'm saying it's like a spaghetti buffet like go ahead and make your spaghetti how you want to make your spaghetti, spaghetti and then like buffet. that's that's even another thing fam like spaghetti in a bowl or spaghetti on a plate like well wait if you're separating i imagine that you ought to be plating it no don't yeah, tell me you you're be, layering in a bowl. You can bowl it as well. Why not? Now you really should just be mixing <laughs> you it. You should just be mixing it. Layer it in a bowl. <laughs> now you're being crazy, bro. But spaghetti, like, like spaghetti no is spaghetti. Like I think that's like that's where we get lost into that because spaghetti is like the meal of the noodles and the meat sauce together. Yeah, you know sure. I mean, and it's like have it however you want to have it, but like it's up to you. You you have an option to make it up to you. Period. So. I'll, that, that those are excellent points. I was, so the reason why I brought all of the spaghetti talk up is for the better part of 15 years, we have been a thin spaghetti family, thin spaghetti noodles, right? Because mm-hmm. when we first, like me and my wife first moved in together, we called ourselves being fancy. And we was like, you know what? We're going to use angel hair pasta in our spaghetti. And listen, angel for hair. those of y'all that so have never used people. angel hair in your spaghetti now, Wes is right. A noodle is a noodle is a noodle. But... Angel hair is a different kind of breed. Like when you put angel hair nah, in the spaghetti it sauce, it's so encompassing in your yeah. mouth. <laughs> like it literally feels like your mouth is being violated by noodles if you don't if you don't take it easy with angel hair. Yeah. So I think we tried that maybe one, maybe two times before we was like, okay, angel hair is way too thin. There's too, too much thin. noodle going on. Like this noodle is aggressive, bro. Like it feels like you have a mouthful of gnats if you're eating angel hair. It's too crazy. So we we settled on thin spaghetti for a long time. And I think the last time I made spaghetti before the, the day before, I had my regular thin spaghetti like we normally do. And for some reason, all of a sudden, Wes, felt too thin. <laughs> After too 15 thin. years, I'm eating the spaghetti, felt too thin. You got to step so it up. So now we switch back to the regular spaghetti noodle. Like, yeah. And the only reason why I bring it up because obviously, right, like we're doing spaghetti talk on a podcast. This can't be that interesting. But here's where it comes interesting for me. Is this old man shit? Like, am I just resorting to whatever requires the least amount of chews for when I inevitably lose my teeth? <laughs> this nigga's thinking ahead, ain't he? Um, <laughs> this might be old man shit. But they say, what does the saying go? Like, your taste buds change every seven years or they so often or that. something? But so like, You already said a noodle is a noodle is a noodle. Thin spaghetti to regular spaghetti don't taste no different. It's it just is, a consistency. But, however, you could never use angel hair pasta to make fucking macaroni and cheese. So it definitely true. matters what you're using for what you're making. Yeah. I that mean, is so true. Like, and that's why I say, like, I guess... Cause now they cut they call what they no they call that goulash. If you use like the elbow macaroni and cheese, they call it goulash. Yeah, I mean it's a whole different meal now. 
<laughs> but now, they call use... it beefaroni if you're in Columbus public schools. For sure. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, t- to each his own, I guess, when it comes to the fucking spaghetti. But like, again, I, I, I actually do believe the whole like your taste buds change after so long, fam, because I eat so much sure. shit that I never ate before. And I, you know, I always credit it to my wife because she just makes shit and that should be looking and it be smelling good. And my wife's not a cook. So like, I'm going to try that shit, fam. Like, I've never in my life until three fucking years ago been a carrot person fam like now this nigga eat carrots still, yeah now, i still bro. want bugs bunny them bitches i don't, don't give me no baby carrots no raw fresh dog out, yeah hell nah definitely not raw dog but in the, the pot roast they go crazy they the go stupid roast. fam you definitely gotta stew saute my my veggies and all that shit and i'm eating them all day like i'm, I'm definitely not a raw veggie ass nigga Congratulations to my wife who has been with me long enough to experience the full circle of me when she would make pot roast. I'm like forking and digging <laughs> yeah. around the carrots <laughs> to full on putting extra carrots in my uh, yeah. fucking bowl. Like I, the yeah, I just want made. the carrots, fam. Like I remember, you know, I, I'm that petty, bro. I'm I'm picking the little square carrots out of the fried rice from the Chinese place. G, like, nope, get them out of here. Don't want those. <laughs> blink, blink. I got a whole got a whole half a bowl of rice off to the side because I can't get through the carrots. See, see, and you're you're right because I know for for a fact the whole taste buds getting old, all of that shit is real because I've been on a conquest lately to find Brussels sprouts. I have never had Brussels sprouts in my life. Never tried. Which them. never had Brussels sprouts. Shut up, bro. I want to try Brussels sprouts so bad, bro. Bro, I'm over. This is so funny that you say this too because literally I'm over here at Casa de la Welsh fam, and you know some of the gang was just over here. And niggas was literally just talking about how they don't like Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, how do you not like Brussels sprouts? Like, fam, well, I, I heard would, it tastes just like cabbage, right? If you make it they're right, little, no? Basically, they're little cabbages, fam. Like, that's, I want that's, little cabbage. That's bro, what I want. It's the fucking licious. But me and my wife talk about this all the time, fam. Brussels sprouts were tainted by our parents during the 90s. Mm. What I remember and what it seems like my wife remembers and it seems like several other people remember in the 90s. The only type of Brussels sprouts your parent wanted to give you were the ones that came out of the frozen section with the cheese yeah. packet in them. No. So then, so then you see them dumping these frozen ass Brussels sprouts out into this pot that got like, icicles uh, stuck no. onto them, and then everything <laughs> melts and you put this cheese on top, bro. I don't want these soggy ass Brussels sprouts no. with this non real cheese on top and of see, them. You G. know me, you know my body. I want yeah. fire roasted bacon and onion Brussels sprouts. That's Dog, what I when want. I tell you. My my wife makes Brussels sprouts often, fam, and she don't make them without bacon. But like Same. she makes them several different ways. She might put them in the oven one day. One day she might saute them on the on on the stove. Another day she might saute them bitches on the grill. Like my wife makes them several different ways, fam. I, I, I can literally Brussels eat Brussels sprouts every day, dog. Probably several and have times. Have them a day. different. Yeah, yeah. So I have them same way. I wouldn't care. Shit. Up. I gotta get my sprouts up. You want to talk about the AMAs? We could talk about the AMAs. I actually did catch a little bit of that last night. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I So I didn't watch it half on purpose, half forgot, but mainly <laughs> on purpose because. Yeah, I don't usually I, I watch saw, the AMAs. I saw what they was talking about, and we won't go into a whole deep dive or nothing. But, like, what caught my eye and ear was the fact that they were supposed to have new kids on the block in new edition on a fucking quote unquote battle for Boston uh, performance off or some shit. Where the and fuck the first was Mark Wahlberg? Mind, fam, <laughs> the first thing my <laughs> mind said was, well, these white boys about to get scraped. Like, you know what I mean? But I guess I understand what they was trying to go for. But can we be honest here on the show? It's a little disrespectful, no? Like, I know new kids on the block had hits and they were big and they did the oh, right I know stuff where you're going. and they had commercials and all of that, but. Is it not a little bit disrespectful to have them on stage with an actual legacy act in New Edition? 
Nah, that's 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 big. that's big. That's why I, said, I didn't think about it until you started saying it. And you said Boston. I was like, oh shit, it's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I like that. There's a few things about the AMAs I didn't like, and I'm not going to go into a deep dive. Nah, you can talk about thing, a few of them. <laughs> I also, I also didn't. I listen. I don't want to see Taylor Swift dance to New Edition songs. Never. Nah, I don't. I don't like when Taylor Swift dances to black music. Normally, I was about to say, but you, you I don't take it as like a disrespect to the culture. You just can't dance, and a lot of people can't dance. You know, that's the thing, though. They like to show Taylor Swift ever since the Kanye thing. They like, they like, they like showing her doing that to like depict that she has no problem with black. Look how free she is. She has no problem with black people. Look, she dances to you guys' music. She just loves music. She has two black friends. She would never do a thing like that. And 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 I never even take it as a racial thing. Honestly, I I always say when they show her dancing offbeat to some like fucking Negro spirituals to like just look just how happy she just loves music she just, <laughs> she just loves, loves music it. she doesn't even it doesn't matter if she knows the song she just can't hear a beat and not move her body and it's like no sometimes don't move your body you know which white person I had an issue with from the AMAs last night who's that and I've actually had this problem for a while and I did like mean to bring this up maybe even like a year ago up on this podcast but it's one of those things where I like write it down and I be want to talk about it and I'll be like fuck that nigga he not important enough to talk about on my podcast but like <laughs> you're I important feel- today we don't got no topics <laughs> yeah I can talk about you well even still because when I seen it last it just bothered me all over again so like I'm glad you brought up the AMAs because it's on my brain again but did MGK pull one of the greatest jigs on rap music what Top 20. Top 20 for sure because, like, he don't... Do he have an album? I he I think he does have an album that came out on Bad Boy. Okay. I think he does have an album, but, but I think that's his, his only, stardom, like... He, he rolled his stardom right into some actress pussy and got mm-hmm. right out of Dodge, no? He got, he got right out of Dodge. Like, he did He did a couple of them pop, poppy teen starry movies, um, and, and he's gone. Like, I, that nigga's not MGK no more. He's just Colton. Like <laughs> he is Colton, the fucking rock star. Like he won a rock award last night, and no. during his and during his speech, like he says, you know, he basically says something to like kids who want to make music, like all genres. But like he won a rock award last night, and it seems We've already seen Kid Rock do this one time already. I didn't even think about that, but you right as hell, dog. Like that nigga gave us uh, the the Undertaker theme music, nigga, and we thought he was up from there, like. <laughs> Throw a third. Uh, no, nah, that was definitely Kid Rock. I, I was about to say maybe that was Limp Bizkit, but nah, it was definitely Kid <laughs> Rock. I, I, I'm I'm definitely back in the realm. But like again, like that the nigga who won the Rock Award last night is not the nigga who made Steve up. And like, of course, no. you're supposed to like grow and evolve and shit. And like, I don't even want I don't even want nobody to take this as I'm sorry. MGK left rap because he wasn't. I don't want to say he wasn't that important because if you contributed, you contributed. But like. Who the fuck was really ch- and like it's an Ohio connection thing? Like shout out to him in Cleveland and all of that shit. But like, right. I it's I feel like it's one of those and like maybe I don't I don't I'm not trying to dog him for it. But like, did you love? Did you really love rap that much that you gave it a See? shot? Or were you or See? were you trying? Now to you make niggas it. love you. Now you peeling back the onion of my post Malone beef, bro. This is why I hate post Malone. Like I never can quite tell. If Post Malone was ever really down, but see, I don't. And that bothers me. But see, I never. And, and like, I know niggas have had this conversation before, but I don't consider White Iverson a rap song. Oh, see, you knew where I was going. You, yeah, you White Iverson there, is not a rap song. There. Okay, but okay. So even if we 
I don't. What do you Classify even call? Like, what, do you, what do you even call his genre of music? Because he kind of does make his pop own folk. lane of music. Pop folk. Pop folk. I kind of like pop that. Pop folk. I kind of like um, that. Okay, Country so pop. Here's the thing, and I can agree with you on White Iverson not being a rap song because as I play it in my head, it's not a rap song. But I, here's why I hold on tight to my hate <laughs> is <laughs> I want to let it go. Not at least not that easy. If it's not a rap song, cool. But I don't want you to call it white Iverson. He, he, play, he, play, he, play, he played on niggas. Now that part I could probably I don't give him like for. the title. If you're especially if you're not gonna call this hip hop, don't call it that if it's not hip hop, bro, because now you're trouncing on disrespect. But is is he or is it like do you have to give he it some? He wore cornrows too, ha- by he, the way. Now he did. He did. Now that I cannot <laughs> See, agree with. Now sir. you're slowing down. Yeah, that that part I definitely cannot agree with. But like I mean, he's done some other egregious things in his past as well. But like, again, I just never considered it a rap song. So I guess I was never, I guess I was never offended for real, for real. But I can see how, you know, if it, it, I think you really just got to call it smart for him to call it White Iverson, because like it wasn't like he it what that doesn't seem like a song that he named and then wrote the song. It seems like he wrote the song and White <laughs> like, Iverson is, is just what came White out. Iverson. Yeah, okay. this is what All came right. out. So right. like. I just got to give him credit for making the music. And be, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a parody of a rap song. It's not attempting to be a rap song. And I don't, has this nigga ever really rapped for us? You know what I'm saying? Like he, he really makes that pop folk lane of music. And like, it was, it was one of those for a while. I, I don't want to say I tried not to like Post Malone, but it was like, man, what, what is, what is white dude doing fam? Like, what is he out here doing? And he just keep doing a thing. And like, I, I dig the music like that. So maybe Post Malone is not who I really honestly need to be mad at. Maybe it's us I need to be mad at. If I'm going to be mad at anybody, maybe it's the culture be, for being so quick to welcome everybody and so quick to like try to make everybody ours. Because if I'm listening True. to what you're saying, and True. I agree, maybe he was never telling us, hey, y'all, I'm hip hop. And we was just saying you hip hop because yeah, like you said White Iverson and Iverson represents so much of hip hop. Niggas is like, oh, you want to you be with us. He like, might have oh, been like, I never really said I was with yeah. you. Like, so that yeah. might be on us and that ne- might be yeah. on me. Ne- never yeah. really said it. But like I again, like a, as a as a fan of music, like, and I'm sure post is gonna be dropping here sometime soon. So catch it on a Friday music review <laughs> one of these weeks coming <laughs> Listen, soon. Apparently we're gonna be doing music reviews forever now. And uh, we can't stop them now. So yeah, at we, some that, point we're gonna run right like into posty. Doesn't seem like we can stop them now. Speaking of uh bad reviews, um, Give me your take on Meg The Stallion's Good News album winning uh, Rap Album of the Year with the American Music Awards. Shut AKA. up, bro. You're lying to me. The, you didn't catch it? No. I, bro, I, I literally... Like, it Is was this on, fake news? Because, again, you already know I'm operating out of three time zones, fam. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get all my days like caught up and backtracked at the same time. It's very weird what's going on here. So, like, I didn't tune into much of the awards show, especially because, like... It's only about three or four segments of Cardi B I can take. I love me some Cardi. I love I, me I, some Cardi too, but like I did not catch her hosting though. Cardi is not a host. <laughs> well, she don't read good, and I don't say that disrespectfully. <laughs> I love Cardi. I don't read good, right? So right. I can't read good. I've said on here several times before. I trip all over Cameron's night night books, but you got to read good to be. But a good it was host. it was one like. If like of all the things that you know of Cardi B, would that ever be in your top five 
people to host your fucking award show. I will put I will put hair salesmen above. uh, This is what I'm saying, fam. Like, and then it goes back to you know we kind of talked about the whole like you know when Jamie Foxx hosted. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to like put Mm -hmm. people in that. So like, Cardi is just not a host. Like, there's no other way for me to really like kind of beat around the bush and say it without saying it just like that. But like, she got she she got up there and she did the she did the antic shit. All night, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to hear that all goddamn night, sis. You know, it it might be a bit of a dumb moment, but I will say it because I don't think it gets said out loud enough. It just kind of comes off as a no-brainer. And I kind of don't like no-brainers because it doesn't get the proper love that it should get. Nick Cannon does an excellent job at hosting. I, told, I know that's easy to say because duh, he hosts everything. But yeah. he hosts everything for. And a you want to know what he is a he does an excellent job at hosting. Me and my wife just had this conversation in the car too, and I was like, you know that why didn't they like there are good hosts out here? And I, you know, of course, I brought up that, and I brought up Nick Cannon, but then I also brought up Steve Harvey, and it's like. Well, maybe they just tired of calling these same, t- same couple people. few niggas out here. Too. And then, you know, me and my wife had a whole conversation about Ryan Seacrest and how we'll never see him do any of this menial work ever again because he's a fucking made man. <laughs> like, Ryan, C- Ryan Seacrest really, like, American idoled us right out the door, bro. Bro, I swear, I told my, we was, we literally just had this conversation. I was like, fam. Remember we, Carson Daly? We, yes. I, as a matter of fact, he, just ho- he, he was just hosting something the other day. My wife was like, yeah, Carson Daly is hosting. I said, Carson Daly is hosting uh-huh. this thing? Like, what? You know who was my nigga back in the 90s? Now we getting into our 90s yeah. talk. But uh, Matt Lauer was my guy. Matt Lauer's a cool Matt dude. Lauer. Yeah, when he gets But he was a little news. too OG to come down on stage and do some yeah, shit with yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you got to have a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, you could have you could have called anybody beside like Cardi B like and I was like that's how you know people are disconnected fam because y'all all all sat in the room and somebody said I got it (laughs) yeah somebody did yeah somebody did that and they all agreed like and I just don't know what the play is to my Nick Cannon point you know who does a lot of hosting jobs that is not good at hosting Sway Sway is not good at hosting Sway is always holding some cards and saying some shit and Sway is terrible at hosting gets a lot of jobs but Sway is terrible, bro. Yeah, but I think they might have learned that lesson too, because I ain't seen him hosting nothing in a long time. Because he did used to. He's not. He's not a good host. And you want you want to know honestly who's really not not a good host either. Like, and I'm sorry to be this guy, but Tigger Tigger's not really a good. Uh, T- and I love Tigger, but I he's love Tigger. not good at his job, bro. Like you can again, don't read good. T- Tigger is overproduced, and I think that's what mm. the problem is with him. Like he. He seemed like he got somebody in his earbud telling him what to do. <laughs> like, hey, fam, you got, yeah, you got to ask this, bro. Like, you got to keep on. him on track. Yeah, uh, yeah. Along, uh, Terrence J still a good host. Why don't Terrence, Terrence J, J get very, more job? Hey, Terrence J is underrated out here. Like, I seen that nigga. He was they was at some event. And he took pictures, and when I tell you Terrence J was icy, I was like, yo, y'all niggas don't know about Terrence J. Like, he really got that shit. Like, he might be on that sniper list too. Man. He's Prince definitely Montana on sniper might list. Look like, out. It always cracks me up from that episode of Joe, but when he got into that accident and that shit really did disappear, they're like, yo, who is the girl? They got rid of that fast. <laughs> yeah, that came never right heard anything else about it. It's a beautiful thing. Shout out to Terrence J. So uh, speaking of White Iverson, so Adele, <laughs> you hear Adele on the news? I didn't hear she was in the news, but I, I'm no cap. I meant to listen to her new sad album. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. We we are not reviewing Adele. No, 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 no. I knew I didn't have, have to ask you that. No, no, no. Here's what I want to tell you about Adele, right? I know your mind well enough to know that you will find this interesting. I'm telling you that you will find this interesting, right? So hold on to your underwear. Yep. Adele told Spotify, multi-million dollar platform streaming service Spotify, she told them, my 30 album will not be shuffled. 
Now, anybody out there that knows Spotify knows that is just what Spotify is. Right. You put in an artist, it gives you a shuffle. It plays some by the artist, some stuff related to the artist. Some of the artists is old shit. Some of the shit the artist is featured on. It's basically a curative playlist for mm-hmm. artists that you put in Spotify. That is literally what Spotify is. Adele told Spotify that my 30 album will not be shuffled. She said, if y'all play my album, it will only be played in its natural succession to what is on the album and what the art was intended to be. She said, because these songs mean a lot to me. They're meant to be played in a specific order in a in a specific vibe. And if you play one song from here and then a song by the Gap Band, and then you come <laughs> right. back. She didn't say this specific. You're going to lose it. And then right. you come back to track four or some shit, it, it messes with the art. And from what I've read to this point, Spotify is going for it. Okay. Now, I'm not mad at Adele. I love Adele. I don't listen to her music, but I love her. Mm-hmm. It's always funny to me because I always like laugh with my wife about like how great Adele is as a talent and a singer and just as a person. But I can never figure out outside of award shows what her music is for. Like, <laughs> do you listen to it when you vacuum? You don't play it in the car. It's not right. for the cookout. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> I'm not it's quite beautiful. Sure. I just don't know what it's for. It's for, it's for sad so, times. How do you feel, like, how bossy is this move, first of all? And then second of all, I want you to tell me how this makes you feel, if any way at all. If you're indifferent, that's fine. But how do you feel about Adele basically bullying Spotify and telling them what to do with their platform? Honestly, I like it. Like, I, I, well, first and foremost, I do not care. But I do, I do, like, I don't care because I'm it's supposed from to take water breaks. I know, right? I, I don't care because it's coming from Adele. Like, had Drake said this, I'd have been like, fuck yeah, buddy, you do what he says. But, like, I like the fact that Adele actually said it because, like, we are living in a time where it seems like artists are discovering their power for real, for real. But other, other than just the relations, other than the business relationships that they have with certain people, you know what I'm saying? Like, when Drake had the Apple deal, we know Apple wasn't going to tell Drake no on nothing. Like, y'all made a deal with this man for basically to him to do whatever he wanted to do. So, like, I am i don't know if she has a Spotify deal or anything like that. But the same, you know what I'm saying? She don't have to be in bed with them to tell them how she, you know what I'm saying, wants her project to be displayed. And I don't think she's wrong for that because, like, naturally, and I, of course, because I, I only got the free version of Spotify because why do I need to pay for anything? You know what I'm saying? When I get when I can get off of it, when I get off of it for the free, like I know there are people that pay for it. And I'm sure there's a there are some people who choose Spotify as their platform. But like I, I use another platform for my music and like partially for that reason, like I've gone to Spotify to try and listen to music. And like you said, and don't it's frustrating. Yeah, it's fuck. frustrating as hell. Like I, I don't can't know how listen, people do it. I can't listen to music. that It's way, only bro. good like, for car parties and you don't want to make decisions on music. It's really only good for parties. Like you can figure put it, put it on any party where it's just going, you know, roll and keep the vibe going. And like it, I do think it's good for that. Like if you, if you need a playlist or if you, you know what I'm saying? They, they got the shit on there like that. The new hotness, like, Go ahead and turn it on as your party. That way, you don't got to be the ox core DJ and you mm-hmm. can, like enjoy yourself. But like, Spotify is just not the platform for me. But like, I, I fuck with her for saying that. And like, more more people should say that because again, like, you spend all of this time making this art. Like Adele, what was the last album? Twenty six. Like it's been four whatever or five years. Whatever. No, yeah, whatever number it was. Like you spend all this time making this music and like, fa- like, like you say, you can give me the intro and then you can give me three or four of the songs by three or four other niggas. Like. 
And like, that's the thing that I always forget to mention for real, for real, after we do the music reviews and like, maybe we'll find some creative way to work it in, bro. But I'm always impressed after we, you know, listen to the album before we review it. I'm always impressed at the songs that it plays once the album goes off. Mm. Because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. particularly lately, a lot of the songs that they play after these albums is songs that I like. And I feel like they, you know, the algorithm, they give you songs within the same vibe. And it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. this dude keep me in the same vibe as the album that just went off. So y'all did good on this. But then I've also listened to albums where the next song is like, Yep, I knew I was right about how I feel about this album. Like it's not <laughs> this tells this confirms yeah, look, how I feel yeah, about it. Look at what they gave me. Look after what they this gave album me went after. off, fam. So like and mm-hmm. I you know, I kinda wanna make that a point to say on like, hey, and after this went off, this is what came on. So that because honestly, that affects how I scored that's the music reviews. Hard, I'm not even that's lie to you hard, yeah. yeah, that's how it affects the way, like, cause I'm what the oh, when I when I and I think I said it on the Don Tolliver when we did that, but when Don Tolliver went off, Birds in the Trap came on. And that says a lot. Beautiful. Good job. Beautiful. That is how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, when, I I get, when I get done with uh, Silk Sonic, uh, it usually suggests me uh, a Dragon Ball Do-Rag by um, Thundercat. And that, that is correct. Nice. So, yeah. yeah nice. I appreciate that. Uh, speaking of, okay, so I will say this real quick on the Adele thing, right? I'm not mad at her. Oh, shit. I think it's a bossy-ass move, especially in, in the circles that she runs in, right? Like, she is... A boss. Like, yeah. don't ever get it fucked up. Adele is a boss. She's bossy out here. Uh, she sits down with Oprah. And if we being honest here with our platform, if Adele, like, cocked her neck to the side and told Oprah to shut the fuck up, I'm rolling. Like, <laughs> if she ever decided to tell Oprah to shut the fuck up for any reason she decided, I'm rolling with Adele, bro. Like, Adele over Oprah. I just want to say that today, right here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm particularly mad, but I do want to know if you heard about another one of our R and B queens in the news lately, oh. or in the in the hood newses. No, who did you hear that? Uh, Faith Evans and Stevie J are on the Fritz. What do you? What's the Fritz? What's this name? <laughs> what is the Fritz? There was, you know, there was a video that came out. Stevie J was being uh, quite annoying. For I guess Faith got caught fucking some nigga in the crib. You know, just from the video Wait, that Stevie I got. Stevie J and Faith Evans was a thing. Bro, they're whole married. This is a love and hip hop storyline, no? Bro, they are whole married in real life. I never knew that. You never, never knew, that? knew that? See, this is why I don't I talk don't to you. I don't want that, bro. Hold on, stop for a second. <laughs> because we never, and this is what I'm saying, we never talked about like the real aspect of Stevie J and Faith being together on no, the podcast and how no, wrong that no. is, period. You can't be married to Big and then Big die. And marry and then a hit man. Years later, you marry a nigga that mixed his records. I don't want that, bro. Like, it's, a, it's very. I know I've come on here openly and said I want my wife to be able to enjoy her life for the additional fifteen years she'll be alive. Far after I die from high blood pressure as a black man, I get that. That's just what comes with it. But I don't want her dating like the nigga that fucking promotes our podcast on Instagram. Like, she, I don't want that, bro. Like, she got to go completely outside of my world. <laughs> like, I, I want my wife outside of my universe entirely because even from the grave, I'm going to wonder, like, was she looking at that nigga then too? Like, was I she mean, already mapping her escape? Yeah, it was It was definitely a weird situation when it came around. That. But, like, it's one. It's not even weirder now, but it's one of those situations where it's like, see, this is why you two motherfuckers shouldn't have been together in the first goddamn place. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's that Biggie coming to haunt you from the grave, nigga. Like, I sent, <laughs> I sent that other six five Nick ass nigga through there to knock it down one time. 
So some shit was going on between Faith and Stevie J? Yeah, like I said, I guess basically she had fucked some other nigga in the crib, and, you know, Stevie J was being Stevie J on his antics. He was, like, recording her and shit, being annoying. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know if you had said, but like I said, I, I, know, I, did, I knew we had never really talked about the aspect of Faith and Stevie J. Um, well, because okay, it's, let it's, me ask you this. Fuck it, let, let's, let's deep dive on this messy-ass shit. Like, does it matter to you, and you can speak for most niggas or just yourself, does it matter if it's in the crib or not? How much does that matter to you, percentage-wise, if at all? If she nah, fucking that, another nigga already, like, are you going to put a little extra mad on it because she did it in the crib? If I lived there, yeah. Okay. I tried yeah. to set you up. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> I tried, if to, I, yeah, I tried to soften the question to make it reasonable if it you did. didn't matter. Yeah, nah, yeah. If I, no, if I, still, if I still live there, absolutely. Like, nah, you got you to gotta keep the dirty shit outside the if house. If I don't like, live there no more and we ever shared it, I don't want you fucking even there. I don't know. If, I don't know if, if we, we can shared really this crib, we that's built a, this together. That's a nice thought. Yeah, I could probably yeah. never get away with that. Especially if I'm gone, gone. Like, I didn't, I ain't even listen, I, I won't get too personal with my stories, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of too personal, you know we got to talk about Big Draco, bro. We got to talk. It's a soldier boy time. We got to talk soldier, bro. Okay. Now, I thought about this a lot before pod day, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that this is done right. And th- I'll tell you when it's joke time again, or else I'll, or I'll just make a joke if I forget. <laughs> but this is not the joke part of the podcast. I'm okay. dead serious about this, right? Okay. So the Soldier Boy stuff we have to discuss is in relation to the passing of young Dolph recently. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to him, any of his family members, friends, or anybody affected by his death. Humans matter. Um, I, I, I feel bad anytime somebody loses a life, especially when it's violently. I was not a Young Dolph fan. I could not name you one song. And I don't say that to be disrespectful. I say that to be consistent with what I mm-hmm. say on here. You know what I mean? Don't let niggas be fake at my funeral. Right. I'm not here to pretend to be a Young Dolph fan because I am not a Young Dolph fan. Can't name you any songs. It's sad what happened to him, but I just got to be honest with you. Now, I say that to say, Wes, can you please... Do this part of the talk because I don't want to come off insensitive to anybody that loved Young Dolph, anybody that listened to Young Dolph. Like, did I do a good job of preferencing before we get into the talk? I think you did great. Talk? I think you okay, did great. we don't need to say nothing else. Like, y'all know my body. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Y'all know yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way. God bless the dead. That's For good sure. enough, right? Like, you don't yes, need sir. to say nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to ask you to get my back, but I feel like we're okay. <laughs> no, we're right? good. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Young Dolph. Died at the hands of gun violence. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't America. know who killed Young Dolph yet. It was murder. Now, when the news first came across, all, I, I could see a lot of people in comments saying, everybody loved Young Dolph. How could this happen? And I'm not a Young Dolph fan, mm-hmm. but I knew that everybody didn't love Young Dolph. Is that fair to say? I mean, that's fair for Young you Dolph say. had very public enemies is what I'm saying to you. Yeah, that's true. You can say that. Not just including, like, you can say any beef with Soldier Boy is funny until it ain't funny no more. I'm not saying Young, I'm not saying Soldier Boy had anything to do with right. this. Right. I'm, I'm not not saying that any of them other Memphis rappers might have had something to do. I'm not not saying that. Right. The, the Yogatis and the fucking Black Youngsters and those niggas of that world. But what I'm saying is, 
When Instagram and Twitter saw fit to try to make Soldier Boy feel bad about Young Dolph's death, after the very previous week when Young Dolph and PRE and all of those affiliated was threatening Soldier Boy's life, saying they was going to slap him around when they see him, mm-hmm. and it was very public beef between the two camps. Mm-hmm. SODMG and PRE was very heatedly at it before Young Dolph died. Mm-hmm. So to me, for me, it just is silly to me to try to expect a nigga like Big Draco to say, now that he's dead, we want you to do a full 180, and we want you to be remorseful, get in your phone and fake cry, and say how mm-hmm. sorry you are for what happened to him and how you wish y'all would have pieced it up before he died. Because if we're being 100% honest, I like what Draco was screaming in his phone about like, hey, man, if it had been me, y'all niggas would have been laughing. That nigga was talking about how he was going to slap the shit out of me and them niggas was going to do something to me. I'm not going to get on here and pretend like I give a fuck what happened to this nigga. And I'm not mad at him, bro. Like this, we're talking about real life shit here. Real violence, real lives on the line. Now you telling me because somebody that wanted to do physical harm to me has gone before me, I got to just all of a sudden snap out of it and be like, oh, that's crazy but what that, happened. That's a, that's a great example. Um, of Try how not they, to be disrespectful here. Not even, but it's a great example of how the internet is not the streets. You know what yeah, I mean? Like the, the internet doesn't understand how Soldier Boy does not feel bad about any of that shit. And like, that would be, that would be like... And I, it's not it's not all the way comparable, but this is almost like the King Von situation because I and not and not of course Soldier Boy doesn't have anything to do with this, but I even feel still like this young Dolph. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't want to stop my point. But there is a light skinned woman. She's standing. No, I'm not ready for you to come in here. She wants to come in Wait, here. And get are, on the pod, is the show man. getting interrupted? It's finally the show happening. Is definitely, the show, yeah, this is really happening, bro. In real life, there's a okay. whole woman standing at the door, but like. <laughs> Are you are you being podcast monitored, fam? They are looking at me through the glass door. They're of the They're tapping studio. their foot They're, like Sonic the Hedgehog while you told, produce told, their content. I told them when the light went on out there, the live on air light is on. I know you're light skinned, <laughs> but this is the first time you've actually felt like a Krispy Kreme being made behind fam, the window. I am and niggas is waiting on you to be put in a box and shipped out. Bro, you've been here. I'm in the fishbowl right now, bro. <laughs> you can just walk by and see everything that's going on. But not to digress too far. I feel like with the whole Soldier Boy shit, like pe- people don't get it. But again, like the internet is not the streets. Yeah, I mean, so like, and to, to circle back around to what I was saying, like this, the Young Dolph shit feels different to me, period. Like we we went through this same thing, almost identical to Nipsey, as far as the situation mm-hmm. is concerned. Like an independent rap artist, in his hometown, mm-hmm. shot in a place that he frequents a lot in his own mm-hmm. neighborhood. Like, <laughs> yeah, the recipe is the same, but the impact is not the same. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's to the credit of your everybody didn't love Young Dolph because every you know, not, I don't want to say everybody didn't get it because though you're not a Young Dolph fan, I know you get it. You know what I'm saying? What he was out here doing, but it's like his music is not for me. You know what I'm saying? And there, right. there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that because we're pretty consistent over here about you know when it comes to the music is why I really fuck with a nigga, but like. When you out here and stories like and and to put that out, the Soldier Boy, um, Young Dolph shit is just really bad timing for real. It's for real. really bad. Timing. It's really bad timing. And I don't, I don't think it was that that serious. I don't think it was that that serious neither. But I don't. 
I don't particularly fault Big Draco for how he feels or how he responded either. Absolutely. Again, you know, to the credit I love of Big Draco, I, the, it made me feel like the '90s again. Like I miss well when to the was to the credit of to the credit of the streets is not the internet. You know what I'm saying? But to kind of go back to the King Von shit, like it's unfortunate what happened to King Von. But King mm-hmm. Von was also in some shit out there. He was you in know some what I'm saying? real shit. And when you in the crossfires and some shit like that, some real shit like that can happen to you. And it and, and I it think Quando Rondo's remorse is very real in that situation. Like, look, man, yeah, that shit popped off wild. My yeah. men reacted, and I hate that it had to happen to him. Like, I know we had real beef, but he right. wasn't supposed to go down like that. And I believe right. him when he said that shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I really do think he wishes like a nigga might have just got jumped. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he wanted that. But but also, like you say, um, you know, with the rappers wrestling shit, you know, some some people really believe that. Out and again, like it it all makes it sound like Draco got something to do with this, and I wholeheartedly he don't, don't believe. And That's I I, I cool don't but I don't believe that at all, but like you just have to you have to be mindful of the way that things look, for one. But two, like, he don't got nothing to do with that. And again, like the shit that I was saying about T-Pain talking about Usher last... I, fam, I don't have to act like we was homies. Right. I don't ever have to act like we was homies. I don't ever have to tell y'all... You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get on live and tell you, fuck that nigga, but it's sad what happened to him because that's fucked Right, up. right. Well, like, it's I still like fuck that. that. No, I like it's still that. fuck like that nigga because last fuck week he was in my sad. inbox I'm, talking I'm about he was going to smack me around. Yeah, he was in my inbox talking about he was going to smack me around and do X, Y, and Z and all this bullshit. Fuck that nigga. Like... It is what it is, like, and I'm not disrespect. I'm disrespecting the nigga who disrespected me last week. Still, like, I ain't over right. that part yet. Like, yeah. it sucks what happened to him, but like, and not that you get what you deserve or you got what's coming to you, but like, look at the energy, fam. Like, that's the energy you put out there in the world, and look what happened to you. Like, and, and, I think and I, the of part course, I'm not talking me, down on Young Duff. I think the part that bothers me is we love consuming all this real nigga street shit when we are when we want to believe the tale until real nigga street shit actually happened. Then we want to. Too far, you know and, what I mean. Like that's why that's, we love these personalities. That's that's why we ain't that why y'all fuck with Dolph because he a real nigga. Like when and, real and, shit happen to real niggas. We not going to just be like and maybe too far. Maybe that's why this one isn't so sad for me, bro. Like and of course I'm not okay. a, I'm not a young Dolph fan and I don't know everything that he was. I really into, hope like, we're coming across correctly. Here. I hope so too. But if not, oh well. Listen to if the next not, we'll just do another show next week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, and I hate to like put it in, you know, juxtaposition like that, but like Nipsey, I feel like Nipsey had more eyes than young Dolph had, you know what I'm saying? And like, I feel like Nipsey's movement and what he was really doing in his community was, was more known than young Dolph. And not to say that young Dolph wasn't doing the same thing or even more, but like he was just out here moving. It just, it just seemed like he was still moving the ways of a street nigga, whether he was still doing that shit or whether he wasn't. So to hear that young Dolph had got murdered was like, damn, that sucks. But like, niggas get shot every day, B. That's like, exactly it's really one reaction. of those. I was it's like, really sad. It's whack. It's whack. It's whack. But like, it's not. It's not like how I felt when Nipsey died or you like I say when when King Von got shot and killed. Yeah. Nigga, I text you the next month, fam. I'm done liking new rappers, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. He's this like, what this the don't fuck? give me that. Yeah, this don't give me that. This is just a real unfortunate situation. Speaking of real niggas that live real lives that anything can happen to any day, and I'm not wishing this on nobody. Like, I want to be very clear about this because I do believe in power and words. But while we're talking about real niggas that just happen to rap, 
I just want to take this minute to shout out Sauce Walker, bro. That's all. I just want to oh, shout out Sauce okay. Walker. All right. That's my nigga. I really thoroughly enjoy Sauce, and I want the best for him, bro. Please don't Same. let nothing real don't happen. Don't let nothing. Sauce yeah, Walker. let's cover Sauce Walker, please. Like, <laughs> hey, cover I'm, Sauce let's Walker. Cover in Sauce our prayers, Walker, fam. Bro. Yeah, because bro, I'm not like. Like you said, I'm not even. Him, I'm, yeah, I'm not like a fan. Of, I haven't dove in. Like I've heard some dope shit about Sauce Walker. Like I'm, I'm Sauce willing to like add nigga. it to my docket and you know put an ear to it and listen to it. But like I like his personality. I do like his personality. It's all about I like, that. I like how I like how that. he comes across. So I would give him a shot. But let's definitely let's let's uh let's keep let's uh, Sauce Walker in our prayers and cover him. <laughs> Dear Lord, with your blessings. I like that. Cover him in our prayer. Speaking of prayer, man, um, we got we got the <laughs> we got the official truce between Drake and uh, Kanye West. Now Nigga. I know it probably feels to you like we've already potted about no, this three times. It does not. But I'm we just haven't. Now- I'm just now remembering we didn't even say a word about the hostage video last week. <laughs> we said nothing about that shit, bro. <laughs> no, nope. no, no. So after after Kanye put out a hostage video with Jay Prince standing there silently with an invisible gun to Kanye's back, we got a full on uh, awkward middle school picture with Drake and Kanye, and we got a free Larry Hoover free concert coming in. Presented by free bands, like, I guess, coming soon. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I want to talk about here, and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, but the only thing I want to make sure we talk about is Pusha T being on the clock. Pusha T is on the clock. We want to hear from you even, right away. I didn't even think about don't that. Don't get quiet now. <laughs> you don't get to punch air. Most people get to punch air in situations like this. Not you, Push. I didn't we think about that. We want to hear from you right away. Whatever you got to say about Ye, Drake, Jay Prince. Yeah. We are all ears. Yeah, we're all ears. We would actually like to hear what you have to say. Good sir. Please. Please. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm down with that. Like, again, we didn't speak about the hostage video, but that looked weird. Like, Kanye West was reading off of a phone. I don't know if I've ever seen that a day. I mean, this nigga didn't even read the teleprompter that was in front of him for Katrina and FEMA. Kanye like, did, Kanye don't even read off his phone when recording albums. Exactly. And you could tell he didn't write that. Like, so that was no. weird. But then, like, the, the I guess the weirdest shit of all of this, like, through, through like, uh, the hostage video coming out and through Kanye going to Drake's house and them like being in it. First of all, the caption to the picture of them two together should be, they always hated the boy, but now the boy is the man. Motherfucker, I done growed up. Cause motherfuckers <laughs> never loved us. Remember? Like I, I need him yes. to keep, cause he like, he looks like, he looks like that nigga in the picture next to Kanye yeah. West. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, and like y'all, y'all took the picture. Dave Chappelle was at the house. Y'all did crazy. all of this. Yeah, y'all did. Like, fam, shit lot. like that sounds That's a like lot a for di- truce. Shit like that sounds like a different world, fam. Like, wait, who else? Would, like, Kanye and Drake made a truce, and Dave Chappelle was there telling Dave jokes. Dave Chappelle like, introduced the truce. And- what type of shit is this, fam? But, like, through all of this, fam, Dra- first, Drake is winning. Drake is Drake is still winning this still at winning this moment this right now because even though he's going along with all of this, he still looks like he does not give he a shit. He don't look like he want to be there. <laughs> He don't look and like he gives listen, a shit. Listen, if we're keeping score, which you should never like, keep scoring a truce. He's like, bro, I've score, never... Kanye, Kanye is way happier about this truce than Drake is. He like, nigga, I've never rhymed Hoover with anything <laughs> in none of my raps, bro. Why did y'all invite me here? 
<laughs> like I don't talk about a Hoover vacuum. I don't talk about Hoover Dam. Like it none of that shit. It also sounds to me like Kanye West has always wanted to sing God's Plan and just never could. He seems like he's always wanted to sing TSU and just never could. Like it just to me seems seems like Kanye finally gets to sing all the songs he his heart has been. Kanye to sing. absolutely has a verse to God's plan and it's one of those hard drives somewhere. <laughs> if we being honest, Kanye West will one hundred percent give up every nigga on the good music roster for Drake. What? All them <laughs> niggas will have to go, fam. He'd be like, yo, can we can we just like tag team duel this thing for the rest he of forever? Get rid of every one of them niggas. For can Drake, we please though. have Step Brothers Records, fam? I'll get rid of everyone. <laughs> He's so excited. He, hey, and I'm excited too, fam. Like, I don't, because I think that I was listening to somebody else. Like, how many actual like collaborative songs have we gotten from the two? Like, I know he's produced a few beats. Like, they've what, been, what, they they've wound up on songs together, but they yeah. have never like actually well, did a song. Nah, we what never was really the, the one? It. Wasn't wasn't the one song Wolves? We never really got that version. There was another song that they kind of did together that leaked, but we never really got that. and glow. Like, and we glow. never was it glow. It was yeah. glow. Oh, but even still, like for that to that's not the pinnacle. That's that's not what we want from them. Like that's cool. No, no that's an offering. That's but that's not what we want from you two. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not if, gonna wait around for no music. Should they, I'll tell should you they that add right now? Should they add the boy to the throne to watch? No, <laughs> no, hell no. Now listen, I love the throne. Kanye and Jay Z watch the throne is that's a great album. I'm not gonna call them a great group because. I don't know that we're ever going to see anything. Yeah, 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 true. But let me ask you this. It, could could Drake d- and Kanye give us a Throne album? No. <laughs> no. The only nigga that can give us a Throne with, with Drake is Ross. Period. I'll take that. Nope, Period. I'll take that. You're right. Nope, you're right. You're the right. only nigga that it. can make that kind of music with Drake would have to be Ricky Rose. And I'm sorry for anybody listening that doesn't agree with me. Because, but- hey, because there's a few sites, like, we know about Gold Roses fan, but, like, Omerta? Like when they when they did that fam when they did that little run after they won the championship I said okay one, one day we're gonna have a serious talk about Jay Z and Kanye songs versus Drake and Rick Ross songs. It's a good talk. That's a that that's a talk that has to be. That's had a good at talk. Point. That needs um, to be a playlist somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, we need to start. Maybe we need to start curating playlists too, fam. While we're at this content shit. Yeah, maybe we should. But maybe. Uh, Pusha, don't think we let you off the hook. Mm-mm. We want Mm-mm. listen. You, we need answers, bro. Like, if you' so mad at Drake and you hate them niggas that much, and you hate Wayne and them and the whole YMCMB camp that much, you got to be mad yeah, at Yay too right now. Now we need to hear the story of Judas, my nigga. Tell it. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. We need all of that. Um, what else can we talk about this week? Oh, did you see the uh, the shit in the news about the rock star chick uh, Sophia Urista? Um, I've never pissing heard on a name. fan's face on stage. See, I was about to say I never heard that name, and I still have never heard that name until just now. But I, but know I heard exactly about piss. Talking about yeah, I heard about piss on, on stage. So, <laughs> and of course they had to mention Sylvester. The the media is nasty. Man, get the fuck out! They're disgusting, bro. <laughs> listen, they gonna stop making this nigga two dimensional between peeing and molestation. He yeah, more teenagers. Life than just those two things. But you gotta I mean, admit it's very like nasty. Him, man. But you gotta him. you gotta admit it's nasty when he says it's no. Disgusting. When you say teenagers, what what do you mean, nigga? I, what I mean, quintessential teenager, nigga. Well, like, I'm I'm only laughing because it's terrible. I'm not laughing because it's funny. Um, terrible, y'all killing the, me, man. The chick on stage invited up a fan. She she's a female uh, lead singer to a rock band. She invited a fan on stage to pour her. To pour her straight leg pants down, 
cock her cock her vagina out. Out and literally. Pee and, and shower this nigga on the floor with fresh urine. And um <laughs> I had I had no issue with it. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I took no issue with her peeing on the nigga's face. Okay. I took no issue with the nigga getting his face peed on because if he loved that band that much that he wanted his face doused in fresh urine, then nah, he should man. be free enough to do so. If if consent two consenting adults want to pee on each other in public at a live concert, I got no issue with that. You know why I take issue? My issue was with the not, apology. Not, not at the pee. Not at the issues, not no, at the pee. I just want to be My clear. issue was with the apology. Why did two days later she apologize publicly for peeing on a fan that wanted to be beat on? For backlash, fam, for the culture that we live in now. Like, I when hate you, that we live in when a you're culture men- where, yeah, like, when you're- can- I'm not sorry for this, but I'm sorry that you guys decided you're mad? Nope. Dave Chappelle is the only person that knows how to do the Dave Chappelle fam. Like, yeah. Dave Chappelle dropped the special. The backlash started happening. His response was, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep up the good fucking work. Place. Yeah, keep keep nah. up the good fucking work. Like. More people need that philosophy, man. Because this right here, like, I didn't care about the piss. I didn't care like, about whether it got in his mouth. I didn't care about none of that shit, bro. But when you give me an apology two days later, just because you winded up on TMZ and on right. the headlines or all these fucking blog spots, and it's just like, now let me. Nobody was sorry when this was happening. No, nah, not at all. Like you say, like, and it. Who the, I don't want to I don't want to send my security down to give you a fucking NDA or a goddamn contract to say that you you don't you feel a certain type of way, but like in conjunction with that, I want to ask you if you've seen or how you feel about all these people who are having shows or concerts now, and now they want to stop their show to check on the audience. Is everybody okay? Does anybody need a bottle of water? Someone pass a bottle of water through the crowd. Like, <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. You niggas did not care two weeks ago. But but I'll tell you who it, it's it's starting to make the people that I like. Stand out more. Did you see Lil Uzi? They tried that shit with Uzi. Nah. Uzi was doing the show. They tried that shit. Stop the show. People can't breathe good. Uzi turned his back to the crowd and yelled into his microphone, we don't stop no motherfucking shows. You can leave or you can stay. <laughs> that's, a real, that's a real Philly nigga for you right there. I listen to a lot right of there. Lil Uzi vert music. The music I listen to, I love, but it ain't a lot of it. But Uzi is like one of them sauce walking niggas. Like, I love Lil Uzi for his heart. And then he'll he never just, drop another song. I love Lil Uzi. And then he just shimmy shoulder off. And man. he shimmy shouldered and started the next song. <laughs> I swear to God, look up the footage right now. He said, listen, we don't do that here at these shows. We don't do that, fam. If y'all want to be here, stay. If you don't want to be here, leave. And that's that. Uzi not playing these games with y'all, man. We not like, stopping the show every five minutes because a nigga can be, hold on, I need to like, tie my but shoe. But like, I guess, I like you say, it's one of those things like, I guess I look at it like seatbelts or like drunk driving. Like seatbelts okay. weren't always a thing. Drunk driving wasn't always a thing. Like people people didn't care until after it was a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the same thing with travel. Like you've been doing shows forever. You've never checked on, like now it looks condescending almost. You know what I'm saying, and and not particular, even if you have a um a relationship with the person who you feel like created this thing now that you have to do, but it's like fam, like so if I was to see you out and I feel you know, and I people don't even recognize how like what's the word that I'm looking for? It's like it's almost like a malicious act for real, for real, fam. Like while you mm-hmm. might really want to check on your audience, you've never done this shit before, and I understand that you don't want to be in the position you think I'm in. 
but you really have no clue. It's the optics that you're looking at that you think I'm in trouble, and you don't right. ever want to look like that because you're not a big enough star to bounce back from that shit. Yeah. I guess that's what's really what's bothering me. You're trying to you're trying to halt something from happening at a show that you can't control. Mm-hmm. You're trying to halt something at a show that you cannot control. Tur- turn the lights on. Tell everybody break. Like somebody that could have still happened in that same exact situation. That could actually make it worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you stop. You sit. You're stopping the middle. Are, bitch, are you okay? I paid forty five dollars to come see you. <laughs> keep singing these goddamn songs. Like yeah, keep the party going. I don't know. That might be easier for me to say because I ain't never been traumatized by uh, by pushing to the front. Um, the, the but like the, fam, the, I don't even want to say it like that. But SZA and Tiana Taylor want to do this at fifteen hundred people events. Like Travis Scott had two hundred thousand people. Taylor. In a baseball I love field. Tiana Taylor. Don't get it. I love t- fam. I fuck with Tiana TV, Taylor. Is on. the best version of Nobody's Erica Badu we will ever have. Nobody. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? TT huh? is the best version of Erica Badu we will ever have. Okay, she's the best version of Erica Badu ever. All right. That's spicy. Absolutely. I like the cool minute with you. I like the cool minute in your talk. <laughs> spicy. All right. She's the best version of Erica. She's Badu the best version of Erica Badu we will like ever have. I like ever. It. I like that. I love right. TT, but like, I just thought it, it just, and it's like, if you watch the video from when T, like it's, and again, I believe that people are genuinely for doing this from a genuine place, but it sounds very, very condescending or like even people like, Hey, I, cause I don't got that to do. I ain't paying nobody. Like, oh, so you don't really care. You just want to make sure you don't have to pay nobody. <laughs> cause mm-hmm. if you cared if a motherfucker was passing out, like you would really try and get that taken care of. But you just want to make sure a bitch can walk out the same way she walked in. So she can't say this happened to me at a Tiana Taylor show. Or this right. happened to me at a scissor right. show. Because that's like, what it's really about. Yeah, bitch, if that's the case, like you say, but send a security out there with buckets of water to pass out to everybody if you really care. Like, give everybody their money back for their show if you really care. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't. So cut it out. Because the, the, these lawsuits from Astral World are coming down real soon. Probably by the time y'all hear oh, yeah. this, we'll start hearing stuff. For sure. And uh, everybody's got their eyes on this situation because it's going to affect how everybody tours and does mm-hmm. shows and everything mm-hmm. going forward, especially yeah. the bigger acts. Like, it'd be one thing if it was a small act and then you can just say, well, that was HOBs, and that place has always been dangerous. But right. when you're talking about Travis Scott McDonald's Nike money, like you can't get no more protected level. by the dollar bill than that. So, like, if it can happen to Travis, it can probably happen to anybody. Happen to anybody? You know what I mean? If, if we being 100 percent honest, I'm surprised it ain't never happened to a, at a Beyonce concert. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how. I we mean, got again, away like I said, when we when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, like who's to say that this is the shit that was not happening at Michael Jackson concerts? But who the fuck wants who the fuck wants to be the person to come out and t- well and again I guess nobody died at a Michael Jackson concert so it's, it takes. Do we it up know to that though? We I, we don't, bro, and that's really like the part that I'm trying not to say because I don't want to be like <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's this, let's this probably that. happened before. We just don't know it because of the time that we live in now, and I don't want to yeah. be insensitive. So let's bleep maybe, that out. And maybe like three, out, yeah, I mean, maybe like three episodes in. from now. Yeah, let's by bleep it out. I mean, leave it in and oh, absolutely, and have the audience forget we said it. By bleep, yeah, I, I don't by bleep know. it out, forget we said it. As soon as we done recording, <laughs> as soon as we done, I don't know <laughs> what we talked about this week. But yeah, like all, all of that. I mean, it's dicey. It's obviously unfortunate. Like we we never want to skip over that. Like it's obviously unfortunate. But what the fuck are we doing? Like we're we're literally going to be like everything's going to be safety gloves soon. Like, real yeah. soon. You ain't going to be able to do shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Maybe that's where we need to be. You already need but a it, mask or a vaccine card to go anywhere. <laughs> man, like, so, we, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where we're headed. I I hate to sound like the old man yelling at a fucking cloud doing the uh, 
slightly Republican yell, but like I just I just don't know, bro. Like this is not a world that I want to have fun in. Yeah, nah, nah. Everybody, it's just it's ultra. ultra I don't even want to call it ultra sensitive, fam. Like. I, Too much people need people need to get back to being comfortable with having their feelings hurt every now and then, fam. Yeah. Everything is not for you. Like, yeah. matter of fact, my my mom just told me she made some lady cry. She just got back from a cruise, fam. She told the lady go jump off a boat, and she made, she made the lady cry. Like, but she needed her feelings hurt that day to understand. Some that. people do, lady. You were you were being a Karen. And you got put in your place. Like, sometimes you need that to, like... And, and it don't always got to be aggressive, YouTube, yeah. world star Some, type of put in your place. Sometimes, sometimes you can gently be sat back in your place. Sometimes you need your feelings hurt to induce retrospect. I, I was talking with my wife very recently about, like, the good side of having your feelings a little bit hurt, right? Like, yeah. me and uh, my wife had kind of stumbled on uh, my 600-pound life, right? Like, I don't know if you stumbled. ever stumbled on that show. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me start doing push-ups immediately, like, the first commercial break. But we Dr. Now is a legend, fam. And I was, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was explaining to my wife when I was in, like, middle school. And, like, when I was in elementary school, I was, like, thin. You know what I mean? Like, I was... Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same build as like my brother. I was skinny like my other siblings. But I started like eating more and overeating and shit in middle school because I had some childhood drama that I didn't even know until I was an adult that that's what I was going through. Like I was depression eating and shit. And that's how mm-hmm. I got big. And I stayed big and I continued to eat and that just became my life. But I will say that my older cousin, you know, we all got the dope boy older cousin that looks mm-hmm. out for you and mm-hmm. gives you the lessons in life probably a little bit earlier than your ears are ready to hear certain yep. shit, but it was yep, good that for guy. you, right? We would be in the basement. My cousin would be high, and me and my cousin around my age would be chilling with our older cousin, best times uh, of life, right? Mm-hmm. You're sitting with your older cousin. You're enjoying just being in his aura, and he's giving you game and talking shit, and he's high, and it's a good time. And whenever I would be around my older cousin and a particularly fat person on TV would come on the TV, he would always like give me this look and nod his head and go. He always called me Big hey, Worm. He would hey, go, Worm? Hey, nigga. Hey, nigga. This is what he would swear to God, Wes. He would say this every time. <laughs> Worm? You don't slow down. That's just all he would say every time. Like, That's going to be you, cuz. You know, we would be out in public. If we was in the mall and a, and a fat white man would walk by, he would look at me. He would look at him, then look at me and go, where? <laughs> you don't slow down. And it never really hurt my feelings. Like, it never made me feel like he, it always, to me, and I was explaining this to my wife, it always, to me, felt like he gave a fuck about me. You know what True. I mean? And he was trying True. to tell me I mean, it definitely comes from he a place knew how of love. to take care of myself. Yeah, it come from a place of love, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all would have a good laugh. And you know what I mean? Like, he was picking with me, but he was picking with me out of love. You know what I mean? Like, there right. is such a thing as that. And I, I I, get scared as an old man getting into my fucking about to lose my teeth ages <laughs> and Brussels sprout, <laughs> Brussels sprout years that we might be losing that, man. And I think that that might be, that might be bad for us. No, it is. It, it is, bro. Bad. But that's why I say, like, sometimes you need certain shit to happen to you to induce retrospect and for you to have that out-of-body experience and to take a step back to analyze what's really happening and what's really going on. Because I know a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people, but I know some people who, like, really get caught up in this, like, fantasy and fairy tale idea of life. And it's like, fam, that shit's not real, bro. Like, no. you need to come back. Down. Like, it's, it's cool to think about that and to escape from that for a little while. But you got to come back, bro, and deal with the shit that really need to be dealt with. And the worst part is it makes you less equipped to deal with real world problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if we are ultimately building a world where people are more considerate of each other's feelings, considerate of what we say and how we treat each other, even if that's where we're getting, which would be great, mm-hmm. there's still going to be things that happen in your life that will hurt your feelings, 
make you feel bad, make you depressed. And we all need the tools it takes to handle that shit. Yeah. So if we don't get them early, when are we going to get them? That's a, and that's all that shit is, fam. Anything that happened to you really throughout your life that you come out on the other side of, but without saying what don't kill you, make you stronger. Like it's really just tools for your toolbox, fam. Like mm-hmm. pack that shit away and break it out when you got to use it again. Like if you got the tools to do the job, it makes it so much easier. It's like the peanut. It's like the peanut allergy thing. Like you know how mothers are told these days when they're pregnant, like, "Hey, you don't want to eat certain types of fish. You probably mm-hmm. don't want to eat peanut butter or peanuts right now because you don't know if your kid is going to be allergic and it might be in the breast milk and this, this, this." Yeah. When then they started finding out, well, maybe more kids are allergic to shit because we ain't giving it to them from the breast milk and in the womb, and they're not getting the proper you know, immunities that they need to be able to handle these foods. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we probably should be a little bit, all I'm saying is maybe we should be a little bit more aware of what we're doing and not doing to prepare yeah. ourselves for yeah. inevitably becoming adults in this world. Wholeheartedly, um, fam. I got one more uh, fucking uh, news story that I want to deep, deep dive on before we get, get out of here. And it might take me like eight minutes to explain, okay, if you don't mind. <laughs> I got you. So, I'm sure by now, we've never talked about it on this show, but by now I'm sure y'all have heard that Britney Spears uh, Mm, is now mm. free of her conservative ship. And, uh, you know, now she's going to probably talk. I think she's slated to sit down and talk with Oprah about what all has happened to her and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of really be able to divulge about like how her parents took advantage of her uh, multi-million dollar estate and what all she's been through as a prisoner of her family and the record label and how they've all like been leeching off of her multi-million dollar estate and all the success that she's had as a uh, ex Mickey Mouse Club pop singer. And I want to start this deep dive by saying, so the fuck what? <laughs> this has been the Dipped Butter Program. We appreciate y'all listening to us each and every week, man. Happy Pod Day. Spread the pot around. Go check out the YouTube channel, the Dipped Butter Program on YouTube. We over there cooking. Uh, we might be cooking over there so hard, we might fucking leave here. Before you know it, we might, might look up. The kitchen is getting well equipped. Be yeah, it the kitchen. Be we becoming stars overnight over there. My name is Pat, man. Check me out at crunch.com or, like I said before, we're on the YouTube channel, man. So when y'all get tired of this, y'all can get tired of us over there. Yeah, the kitchen is definitely getting well-equipped over there on the YouTube, man. Make sure y'all get there. It's your boy, West No T, a.k.a. Armour Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner, P-O-D-N-A, at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, dude. Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, man, the universe is way too big for your little-ass problems. We don't give a fuck what's going on with no Britney Spears. It's Team Timberlake. It's always been Team Timberlake. <laughs> Now we really going to have to talk about this shit, fam. <laughs> Number one rule, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that conservatorships is some bullshit, fam, if you really get into the deepness of that shit. And uh, rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. That's why we don't care. We don't care. And we'll catch y'all next week to not care some more. You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular, regular shit. <laughs>